Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe, joined here today by Gabriel. Hello. And Robbie. I really hey, thought up? that we were at a round table. You might get first dibs. Go, go left, go clockwise. No. no. Uh, we Joe don't care. Are, <laughs> we are in a, a different location. We're, yep. on a, we're, we're, we're set up around we a, are in our old table. Georgia. We're, we're reporting <laughs> live from Augusta. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> be awesome that would be incredible i wouldn't be doing a podcast Uh, i'll tell you that much (laughs) proof golf next year oh see and that's why i moved the mac right there bloop right there yep right off the bat right off the bat just go ahead and clean that up put us at a round table (laughs) and just can't function we don't know what's happening we uh we were oh it's staining staining. (laughs) if if there were video which there's not this week because yeah. of the reason for the new location. Oh, we are set up in our normal normal location. There is a office next door that they are renovating. Oh, that's a whole building. A whole building, a yeah. building, yeah. And they they are drilling directly into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like and, drilling. It sounds like they're drilling through like slab concrete. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It it was loud. It was loud and we couldn't My guess is I bet you they're grinding some of that brick down and then they're the reason we smelled it is they're sealing it and probably last time that happened we we couldn't work in here we had to work elsewhere hopefully they got joe's house they didn't have the windows open and stuff remember yeah which who does that i don't know it smelled so bad like it made us feel sick and we were an office over and my throat hurt (laughs) yeah we're in the next building those guys are in there sealing stuff with no windows open like yeah that seems crazy terrible idea but so no video this week um we're just we're just gonna do audio only and um yeah we're at the round table which we used to use for podcasting did we yeah Yeah. we did did we i think before we did video no we did video with this table in there too i think did we i don't remember we'll have to go back and look i kind of like the round table yeah it's kind of (laughs) nice it's just hard to film we need we need a longer like an arc or just a bigger a round table desk. that creates a larger a arc. Desk yeah. is what we need. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Um, but you know, we're we're here. We're doing audio. It's great. All things are good. Make it work. We're gonna make it work. Um, we have a couple giveaways running right now. You need to go get entered to win on those. Chromeunbox.com forward slash giveaways. 
we've we're giving away um a samsung chromebook when we hit 250k on our main youtube channel which is wild like that's a quarter of a million that's a it's a nice milestone. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, one of those numbers I've been waiting to see. Like to just see two two five zero K. Yeah, would be cool. It, it's it's a uh, it's a big one, and so we wanted to give away a Chromebook, so we're going to do that. And then we're also giving away five Penoval USI two pens as part of a partnership with them. They were kind enough to send these over to give away, and they also sent over this uh, this like matte screen protector that you can put on the Duet 3 yeah, to give you a little bit more of a paper-like writing surface. We're letting everything charge up right now. We're going to see, yeah, see how, how it, it works. Yeah, it, Putting uh, it on was not fun. <laughs> no, if uh, if you've ever put on the, they're like the plastic type, so not the wet apply ones, the dry apply. Um, like sheet, uh, plastic sheet film type of thing. Uh, screen protector then that that's exactly the same thing so it's the situation where you know they they included the stickers but you gotta stick them on there and you peel it up if you see that you've got a, a bubble that has some dust in it you gotta peel it up get a sticky piece and go grab it out of there and then put it back down and yeah. push your bubbles out it's very tedious um especially on a much it, larger surface compared yeah. to a phone right i used to be able to knock them out on a phone uh, when i worked at sprint i could i could lay people's screen protectors on in about two minutes and and have it perfect like completely flawless but it's a whole lot easier to deal with a small surface. Mm-hmm. The big, the tablet was that was a lot. Yeah. And I'm rusty. I haven't done this in a long yeah. time, and so uh, made it work though. We thought it's, about making. We'll, we'll maybe do a short or maybe even a, a video about it. Um, if if, if it, these matte screens, if you've ever had a matte screen protector, it makes things look a little hazy. It's the mm. same thing. I think you get the same effect on a matte screen. Yeah. Just period. Just, if you look at a 1080p IPS screen versus a 1080p like matte display mm-hmm. like it doesn't think, have the same sharpness yet. yeah you lose a little bit of the color definition contrast and, almost you know yeah. it's just a little hazy uh but anywho uh not it's a new it's a new product that they sent over for us to try out and just kind of quickly tapping around on the screen it does it gives you that little bit yeah. of a more paper-like feel and also going to protect your screen which yeah nice. and i don't love like the like the, the feeling of writing on uh, especially with the stylus that doesn't move at all like the panoval on glass like yeah. it just kind of feels it's weird, weird. Yeah. um i mean people obviously get used to it because mm-hmm. people use that's exactly what the uh, uh ipad and apple pencil feel that way and it's like i don't love that yeah I mean, it's fine i guess but i much prefer like on my uh, galaxy s23 there's like a rubberish tip to that to the nib yeah, on yeah, the yeah. stylus mm-hmm. and it grabs the screen just a little bit mm-hmm. and it's it feels great i like taking notes of this whole thing mm-hmm. it's a it's kind of cool yeah, but we're gonna we're giving away five of these. We're gonna this giveaway is gonna run through the month. The pens that is, uh, we're gonna give away five of them in May tenth, I do believe. Yes. Link in the show notes. Go get entered to win. We're we've got two giveaways running right now, and if you don't enter to win, you're you're just not our friend, and you're mm. not gonna win. You hate us. If you don't enter to win, you're not gonna win. You have no chance. So no. Be our you might as well have it'll a be our chance. IO giveaway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh wow yeah. oh that that literally just hit me yep, that is same a day. N- <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> oh boy that's soon yeah that just hit me it's what may 10th yeah, yeah. Close. that is that close it's right over a month yeah um, okay all right we need to <laughs> we are planning some things i can't yeah. say yet uh hopefully we will be there maybe we can make there's it a work. Chance. Yeah. There's have, a chance. We have to be able to make it work. There's um, a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> uh, okay, let's dive into some news from the week. 
and some cool things that are going on. Robbie, you had to write your inaugural or your uh, no, what's the word? Not inaugural, for? annual. Your annual, your annual <laughs> master's website article. Yeah, I wasn't going to this morning, and then I was like, you know what? I am because I was enjoying using it so right. much, and it's cool. it's kind of the same as it was last You're year. Talking about the web app. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they just cleaned it up a little bit, but. Like to call it a website, to call it like, oh, that's the master website where you can do some stuff, like feels like a complete undersell. Like it is this app driven service kind of thing that exists on a URL, masters.com. And, you know, if you're into golf, fine. If you're not, fine. But, like what just, they're what they're able to deliver. Just on. go look at it if, yeah. if you're not it, into golf. It's and just click around and see all the, like the attention to detail that they've created with this thing that again lives on the web. Is I don't have to download anything. I'm not having to install stuff. I don't have to get plugins. Nothing. I just go to the URL and on there you have access. Like they have a running ticker across the top, basically the the leaderboard. You can switch that to your favorites, uh, which obviously you just use a star to select them. And so the people that you want to follow and keep up on, you know, you star those players, but they're always up there. So you, you can go up there and scroll at the top and see all the players, which is really awesome. Um, and then down from that, you have the ability to watch. If you go to watch live, let me check. Um, I think it's six. One, two, three, seven. four, five, seven. Okay. Seventh one is a, a, like a cumulative feed. So there's six feeds. Um, looks like the main broadcast, featured groups, uh, which is what you normally see on TV, uh, holes four, five, and six. So whoever goes through four, five, six, uh, aim and corner, which is is that thirteen, fourteen? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know it's thirteen. 12, I know it's thirteen, fourteen. 14. I don't know if fifteen goes in. I don't remember. Uh, and then fifteen and sixteen is another set. And then they have the now the range is off air now because everybody's out on the course. But right. earlier this morning, the, everyone clicked on the range, range and they yeah. just have multiple cameras of them practicing and then so talking cool. about that. Click through those, you can watch them. But then when once you've created your group, uh, your favorites, you click on my favorites, and it literally they have enough cameras and are live feeding this whole thing uh, so that like I want to watch Tiger Woods and see. So I can I see this feed of every shot that's happening from all of my favorites. And then I can also opt in to say if something crazy happens or a big swing happens in the, on the leaderboard, mm-hmm. let, me, let me see those highlights too. Uh, and, and so you get this like, almost like Spotify playlist down the side. If, if it's just the shot, this that one shot. So it'll say like hole four, shot two. And you click it. You see him hit it. You see where it lands. You see him react, and then boom, it goes to the next playlist. But it just keeps going. Yeah, it's just. So cool. um, and so then you can kind of scroll because you'll get behind, and you, you quickly see like I've I've got I don't know twenty golfers favorited, and so my list gets behind almost immediately, like because it's it it tends, takes you through the entire shot of one player before moving you on to the next shot of some other player. Well, within a couple of those, you're already behind what's live. So as a, you're playing this one, like boom, boom, two more pop in, then boom, boom, more, 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 and the next thing you know, you're 15 shots behind. You're half an hour behind the actual live stuff. So you kind of got to click through and stuff. But it's really cool that you know I get to watch every shot Tiger Woods took today. Um, he didn't have the best round in the world, but you know there's not that many more times we're going to get to watch Tiger play uh, competitively, and so. You know, getting to, getting to watch him today, and then keeping up with you know some of the other scores, and you can just see your feed down there, and be like, oh, let's see what Kepka did on this hole, let's see what Bubba Watson did on this one, you know, and click and, and experience this thing, not as if you were there, but with more control than any other sporting event. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've never ever experienced anything uh, quite like this. And then you can click into the player profiles; it'll show you their scorecard, and then it has every shot they've taken. 
And all of these individual shots, by the way, have a tracer. If you click it on, it puts itself on the right like third of the screen and gives you an interactive 3D map that you can use your mouse or touchscreen to zoom in and out and see their shot tracer app. So you can kind of really look and see what they did and how like it's bonkers. Like it is bonkers how good this see, is. We should, and how we should well see if we could interview the team that built this. That would be so <laughs> it would cool. be wild. Just to get an insight on the time. So I'm sure this was years in the making. Oh, how long have they had it? Is it I think last year. Last was year first, was yeah, the first second year. year. So I mean, but I, it could have been kind of available before that. I just never thought to yeah. go watch it. And online. maybe it was a pandemic thing when the pandemic hit. They were like, "Hey, we've got to make this work and work really well." Yeah. Yeah. Just the. The number the, of cameras is the cameras bonkers. alone, and and having done some very basic live streaming event live streaming in the past, I mean, the startup that I was working with was creating a whole app just to make live streaming easier, so that right. people could do it on their phones, right? Instead of having to have all this gear and all these switchers and all this stuff that sends this feed here, and you got to then deal with bandwidth and uploading it all. Like, how are they getting this? I mean, it's got to be using five G and everything, or do they have behind. some sort of local? I think they are using some five G stuff. Um, I have no idea. But though. anywho, uh, I they mean, could they could hardwire all these cameras in, and so it's and all leverage. hitting one server uh, instead of trying to upload from everywhere. Uh, but and it's a little behind. Like yeah. when you're watching the feed, we were watching the on course stuff today before they the real broadcast started, and. Right. You know, the guy was like, you know, Tiger just put it in for par on four. And I just watched him like tee off on four, uh, tech, quote unquote live. So, you know, it's it's a little behind, obviously, because I got to upload all this stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's wildly impressive. Yeah. It's it's so cool. And just I love it. I mean, open web and leveraging web technology, not having to yeah. install anything. That's what we're all about. So it's just it's just cool tech. So like Robbie said, even if you're not super interested in golf, just go look at it. It's just yeah, cool. to see to see what's capable. Because it's funny, I, I wrote an article this morning that you know we spend a lot of time arguing that Chromebooks are more than just a browser because they are. They're more than just a browser. But it's funny as as web technology continues to evolve and start doing stuff like this, it's kind of like eh, does that argument even matter as much no like it's, it's the, 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 ar- the ar- yeah the, it sure it is just a browser yeah the Man, argument has flipped so because much. now yeah now it's you want just a browser that's we want everything to work on the way and eventually it will be eventually i really believe that eventually installable apps will like aside from way. games probably i think games are so far ahead of the curve yeah. of, of the web right now i mean it's almost impossible to even think about but i mean as, as like high that. speed internet technology gets faster and faster and more readily available video editing one day video editing will be you will be able to do it via the cloud oh they want to you know stable in like, a stable manner yeah because yeah. i mean you know you've got adobe moving all their stuff to the cloud mm-hmm. you've got you know uh, well they bought figma but figma having kind of paved the way for this idea of like Graphic design should be done in a cloud-based manner. Like what's that no one cloud-based one that the NFL uses? Starts with an R, I think. Um, for video, yeah. And there used to be one called Frame IO. Uh, Maybe a lot it's of more of like a it's a collaborative. It's collaborative. And I mean, yeah. you still have to upload your stuff, and, yeah. right? But they they I saw a video. It was Frame or another one. I saw a video where the NFL were using it, and they had just these giant telecommunication trucks with you know obviously they have dedicated fiber and all that stuff, but they're they're uploading and editing in real time to make like commercials that run at the end of a play that show the play that was just before. I right. mean, it is insane. Yeah. But obviously, you have to have a lot of bandwidth and dedicated. Yeah. And all Would that be stuff. interesting. I wonder if the Masters has, yeah. did, like in your research of writing this, did you see anything about 
the tech behind the masters or anything like no. that like they, they they've got a video dedicated to telling you how to use the the website yeah. like uh, how do i use this what is this and it kind of walks you through all of it and which is cool but now nothing about like behind the scenes mm-hmm. of them building it and like what it takes to you know get this thing online and have this much video content just at your fingertips it's, it's wild. unbelievable it's wild um so yeah go web for out. the win yeah go check it out we'll link <clears throat> it in the show notes um let's switch gears and talk about ash what is ash what does that even stand what does it mean i don't know I don't not know. isn't it not it's not an acronym i don't know this, is, there a, is there a meaning let's see yeah. maybe there's a what is the meaning uh, we're talking app streaming here, though. Does uh, is that, Ash. Is that the pro? Just the project name? No, I think it's just called Android App Streaming. Yeah. So in British English, to make Ash means to make bigger. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see any other like. Oh, here's another thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a children's so, game of hide and seek. Hmm. It's <laughs> it's putting your your phone stuff on your Chromebook. Uh, yeah, which, which is not new for technology in general but no because um, windows does this yeah. with like samsung phones and stuff they do what do they call it mirroring or something yeah um, and they're doing even more they're going to be bringing uh, iMessage or some form of iMessage to windows in the very near future so they've been doing it for a while who's uh, doing it microsoft is bringing uh, iMessage to whatever their whatever their app mirroring phone, is kind of, i can't yeah. remember what it's called their their version of phone hub i can't remember yeah i thought that was only an android thing What's that? Their phone mirroring stuff. I didn't think it worked with iOS at all. No, no, no. They're bringing iMessage to that. So if you're using it, somehow they're going to deliver iMessage through Windows, through the phone connection stuff. So kind of what Sunbird's doing, I think. I don't know. Yeah, Hmm. I'm not sure exactly what the i'll have to i'll have to look into that a little bit more but yeah hmm. they're bringing some form of i message maybe, maybe i read that wrong talk huh. amongst yourselves i will i will yeah i'm not I'm clearly not sure even here. how they would do that uh but yeah it's you know they've they've advertised this for a few years now and it's been a little janky with different phones uh on windows devices but uh, what what Google's doing with Chrome OS is a little bit a little bit different, probably. Uh, and I I was wrong. You were right. It is Phone Link is what theirs is called, oh, but it supports iOS devices and will let you send and receive iMessage from your PC. So that's a that's a very mature move of them. That was to yeah. uh, to <laughs> to make it work with an iPhone. It's smart. I mean, you know, if there's so many things that work well between an iPhone and a Mac, like if they can kind of tap into some of that stuff, probably helpful. But for Chromebooks, um, you know this. We we've talked about this for a long time, and what it could look like, and what it probably will look like. And Google made it at, like an official thing at CES 2022, and so it's not just been talked about for a couple of years. It's been like officially labeled and talked about by Google as an announcement for well over a year, so 15 months at this point. So obviously, it got delayed. Uh, it's been pushed back, but the. What what happened in the last couple of days is um, some people um, found that I can't remember the app now. Um, Cross device services that one, which is yeah, it's, it's baked into Pixel phones. Yeah, but it was available. Like you go to the Play Store, and just it showed up. It. I downloaded it and got it. But apparently they pulled the the app listing for they it. They were like, "Whoops!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the latest public yeah, yet. The latest version has enabled because I mean we've been trying for months. I've I've been hacking trying to enable internal flags and all yep. that stuff, and never been able to get it to work. And apparently it really wasn't the Chromebook's fault. It was the phones weren't ready because. Right. Right. 
mean, we knew that it was going to be on Pixels first, but uh, this update to the cross-device services has has enabled it. Now, I'm in Canary, I'm assuming. Uh, everybody that I'm I've seen have it, has it. Is, yeah, yeah. And, and no flag specifically either, so it's something that's just built into the OS right. um, at some level. So it, it clearly, like Michael's been dealing with it a lot today and talking about it, and I've it's full of bugs. There's all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff that it's doesn't quite work. Too. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of why Google does this stuff in Canary and tries to keep it quiet. Like it's, it's just not ready for public consumption yet, but it's nice to see it finally getting kind of moving forward uh, to a spot where it's like, I, there was part of me that was wondering if they were just not going to do it. Like if they were just going to give up on yeah. it and just kind of not talk about it anymore and yeah. maybe it would just go away. The interesting thing, and this may change in the future, when they announced it, and you can look at the slide deck from the announcement stuff, it said all your chats in one place. So this was geared towards chat apps. It was like, right. you know, yeah. WhatsApp, uh, I almost said Allo, uh, <laughs> messages, you know, all of your, your standard messaging apps that you have on your phone. And it may still go that way once it hits stable, but right now, I got it working right before we started, um, every app on my phone shows up and if you click it it just all it's doing is mirroring the app and it's running onto in, in your the screen. background right so michael was saying that like it's it has not, it's be. not showing it on the screen but if you go to your recent apps the It'll one you show just up in chrome but you'll see it it's it's like in the card interface in the background yeah. so i like i clicked twitter i clicked a few other apps and boom they just show up right there so in, in so window. what does this do for apps on chromebooks like do we need the Play Store is uh, there a yeah. reason? Yeah, yeah. So well, LumaFusion, right? You example. need so yeah. so like anything that's like uh, graphic intensive or anything that's yeah. kind of a little bit more of a, a heavy and anything intense. that's purpose built for a Chromebook, yeah, right? oh, yeah. or yeah. anything that you're interacting with full screen because this literally comes up in a phone shaped window. Just literally, just mirror, that, yeah. what Google's uh, what they're labeling this as is a way to be distraction free while you're working while still being able to interact with your phone when you need to that way you're not constantly oh well let me text it you know you can see really quick where the where the notification is from you can dismiss it or you can interact with it i think michael had a screenshot of his google home app so which i mean there's google home on the web which is still technically in preview but yeah and and it doesn't do near what you don't get history and all that stuff you just you can install the android app i've yeah. got it on my chromebook i open it when needed yeah. you know it works but i, I think and and i think for your chat apps right. that's probably going to be your main you know twitter stuff like that too because i did pull twitter up you can reply and i like stuff but it's very very janky at this time so. uh yeah, and the other thing I think, you know, thinking about how this will work, I think there's just going to be certain use cases where it works better and some where it just doesn't. Um, and I don't until it's out and fully available, I don't know if we're even going to be able to tell what those are. So, like, right. would I rather use Twitter? I, why wouldn't I just go to Twitter.com? It works great on a Chromebook. You mean Doge.com? Yeah. Do you see that? And I, can, <laughs> and I can see it. You know, it's full screen. It's yeah. nice. I get all the features. Like, their their web portal, their web app, whatever is is fantastic so it's like mm, am i really gonna use twitter probably not but i could in messaging like i have whatsapp web and google messages and discord on my desktop like if i do I really want to mess with it in a little window over here on the side yeah. i at the times where i think it could be interesting are like if i pop up in a chromebook and i'm doing something else and i haven't like set my desks up and gotten logged into all those things and a message comes through i just need to reply quickly yeah 
Yeah, and I think that's the point. Yeah, these are going to be like quick hit. I need to do something really mm -hmm. quick without getting distracted by pulling my phone out of my pocket or doing unlock. So can you switch back and forth between those open apps? Yeah, so when you click the phone hub, you'll see a row of recent apps at the bottom. I think you can expand that. Yeah. But once you click one of them and you close the phone hub, the icon for that most recently used one on phone hub shows up right beside the phone hub icon. So you could bounce back and forth between some messaging apps yeah, and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I could see some some use in that. And even like small games or something, you know, that you don't want to, that don't run very well in a Chromebook or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's I think it's for it's going to be for things that, generally speaking, you wouldn't go and install in a Chromebook. Uh, but that you kind of wish were there, but maybe not. That you need to quickly reply to something, or like something, or share something, or get something that was just on your phone. It's just, oh, it's just that right was there. the other one. Was uh, and I don't know if this was Michelle that used the example, or if Google mentioned it. Um, I think maybe Google might might have mentioned it in some of the marketing material because in Michelle's picture, you see the Uber app is the one that's in the forefront. You, you're sitting at your desk getting some work done. You've called an Uber, but you don't want to miss the ride. You want to be right. down there. And you don't want to install Uber. You can click Uber. it really quick, and you can see where that driver is. Or That's your cool. pizza slice yeah. apps, stuff there's, like yeah, that. Uh, there's so many those of those. Those are good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's, That's, That's I good. think those are going to be the, the use cases where it, it comes in super handy. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked about app switching was like for messaging. Like If I was, was like, hey, I'm going to get rid of my all my messaging apps on my Chromebook and just use this thing. You know, am I going to be able to bounce back and forth mm -hmm. between WhatsApp and Discord yeah, pretty yeah. quickly? If that's the case, if maybe. If you just get Sunbird, you can just have them all in one <laughs> app and it won't matter. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Will their app install on a Chromebook? I don't know. I haven't tried. Do they have a web portal? Not yet. They're uh -huh. building one, but they do not have one. They're going to have one, but no, they haven't yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a good um, question. I have, the, I have the private link. I'll see if I can install it on my Chromebook. Yeah, because that would be helpful. Because right, now it's, a, yeah, right now it's layout, just so. SMS, iMessage, and WhatsApp. And then Sunbird has – I completely forgot this. They have their own messenger built in. So you can okay. literally install Sunbird and just message like, with other Sunbird. Sunbird me. Yeah, yeah Sunbird hey, bird. me. <laughs> bird me. But they have face, S Facebook, shoot me a sunny. Facebook, Line, and Telegram are coming soon. I'm on SB uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shoot me an SB. I'm over on SB. Shoot me, just shoot me on them sunnies. Speaking of Sunbird, I mean, just quickly for, for those uh, who maybe didn't see your article, you put out uh, something this week about Sunbird and kind of where they're at. Yeah, so um, it's interesting. There's a lot of, I don't want to say controversy. This isn't like some crazy controversial thing, but there's a lot of question in the industry about, about how this works. Sunbird. And, and, and messages are a very obviously private thing so yeah so it's like subjects, anytime yeah. you're talking about maybe your messages being stored somewhere yep that's so, so what sunbird is is it's just a, it's a third-party chat they're working on making a unified chat app so right now you have the sunbird app it's it's uh, invite only the same way beeper was or still i think beeper is still invite only it's a wait list but yeah i'm still on the list i think yeah, yeah. but the when it goes public that i did see and i corrected my article they it is going to be free you're going to okay. pay for premium, which is like five to ten dollars a month, but the basic stuff's going to be free with okay. Beeper. So, and I don't know how Beeper's doing it, and I don't know how Sunbird's doing it because obviously this technology that they're using, they're keeping it pretty close to the chest because they don't want it to get out. Um, a lot of people think it's because they're doing something sideways. Don't know. It seems like it's on the up and up. I have no reason to believe or not believe that it's legitimate, 
but it works. That's the thing. Right now it works. They're they're guaranteeing 100% end-to-end encryption and that they do not store anything on their servers other than your local Sunbird credentials, which are just the credentials for the app. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So now, how it work? <laughs> right. Exactly. So how, how does you doing it this? work? <laughs> so they, they said they're, they're, as they scale, the price goes down. Right now they're at like 60 cents per user. It's going to be free when it comes out. They're opening up to beta in a couple of months should go live later this summer uh, but it allows you to use iMessage and WhatsApp and SMS they uh, I spoke with the CEO he said they are talking with Google about not about but they're working on RCS but that re- that requires certain levels of encryption and it requires certain security protocols and that that's something that they absolutely want but right now it's just not there i, w- so I would imagine it also means they got to deal with carriers yeah right 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 also because like obviously if they've figured out some of the security maybe things with iMessage surely they can figure out some of the security and, yeah, with and, rcs but rcs like like you said is more tied to yeah, carriers, carriers so that's and that's my thing is that and and i'm sure that they know this but once this starts rolling out in beta and it's open beta and it's public or whatever, if it's working like it appears to be working now, then great. I've always loved unified chat apps ever since WebOS, Web baby. OS, man, we synergy. Everything's in one. You know, it's great. It was great, but they are going to, and, and these guys aren't just some random startup. Danny, the CEO, was started a couple other companies. They've been in the tech industry for quite some time. Garen, the CTO, knows what he's doing. It's just a matter of, is Apple going to push back? You know, is Apple going to tweak something in iMessage that's going to break their interface? Because they say that they are using Apple's actual legitimate iMessage login. It's not some hacky login. Because when you go to login, it's like that web, the web view that opens up inside the app is Mm -hmm. iMessage. But they are going to have to have some third-party... what do you call it? Uh, it's like a security uh, uh, audit. They, yeah, audit. audit. They they will have to have a security audit because if they cannot, if they cannot show, because they they've got some pretty big investors. If they can't show the users and the investors, hey, here's proof. This is a no log system. We right. don't save anything. Then and they're going to have to show that there's no pass through data. It can't be like, oh yeah, your stuff comes through here and then we get rid of it. It cannot be saved on their servers. Yeah. But he said that they are they are ramping up to be able to onboard a million users a day once it goes public. Hmm. So, yeah. however, their scale I, maybe they bought Stadia servers. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, Probably not getting a lot of answers, and I'm not saying that uh, from a perspective of well, they're not talking. I'm just saying it from a perspective of right now, everyone is right to be questioning it. They absolutely are. I mean the industry we work in security is of the utmost importance and like joe said when it comes to messaging and information going back and forth from your phone to other phones we all know that it has to pass through somewhere how comfortable are you with the service that you're using yeah i i guess i just i mean i don't know the ins and outs of how even whatsapp does it like how is 
I guess since they're a closed system, that's why they can provide all their end-to-end. This is because it's going through another service. Right, that's what makes people yeah. weird. Through their system, yeah. like with WhatsApp, it's just the question: Do you trust Meta with your data right. or not? Like they you have, shouldn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right, we, like we at the end of the anyway. day, it's like they, they. I'm on Facebook and, and Instagrams too, so I, yeah, right. they, they got my stuff. So whatever, I, I believe that it's encrypted. You know that that, uh, but I've never read a independent report or an audit right. t- showing me that right. Uh, it's and, and encrypted. So like, they can have the information about who I am and how often I send messages to other people who have faceless and anonymous, you know, uh, right. profiles this on their servers. At, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't. I don't care if they know that uh, uh, in his forties, male who lives in Elizabethtown sent seven messages to his wife, who is also in her forties and lives in Elizabethtown. Like, yeah. if they don't, big if they data, can't match, yeah. yeah, big data just doesn't bother me. Right. Uh, no, no I, it doesn't people. bother it's, me it's at all. It's the price we pay for, you know, how all this free stuff, all this free stuff, and, and, and like, have escalated. If 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 they can cut through that and see exactly who I am and track every little thing that I do personally, then yeah, that gets a little weird. Right. Location, but Wi-Fi access, all of that. When it's when weird. I'm an anonymous person, I'm just user A two fifty six. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just doesn't bother me that much. And I, I get some people it does. It, eventually I'm just gonna talk to Chat GPT and it's just gonna send all my messages for me. It's I'm just gonna have my assistant for the day. Yeah. I just I <laughs> It tells when me so when somebody so, messages yeah. me. I, I tell it to respond. It just does it all. I tr- I trust. I trust it. It'll be it's fine. it's gonna be it's super secure. Oh, did you see they added uh, <laughs> they added chatbot to Microsoft Teams at the Pentagon? Oh, good. That wow. seems safe. What did they add no to offense. Bard? I know they added some. They just stuff added some to extra. Yeah, Bard. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's just generic. Like I don't know. Yeah, uh, they they've uh, turned uh, it up because I mean, Sindar was pretty clear. He said, you know, we have more. Like, don't yeah. be silly. Yeah, like they're just they're they're we're trying to be careful and roll this out slowly. And so, yeah. you know, they added some some features. I think uh, I want to say Michael's article. Yeah, pointed to specifics maybe. Um, but whatever yeah. happened with that like that group that was. That had signed the, uh, I don't know what. Oh, Elon signed. and all yeah, that. What, yeah. Whatever happened with that? Where, where? I haven't heard anything else. Uh, they're calling for a six-month pause on training the language models. They're not. They're not trying to shut it down. But I mean, and I, I agree. I think there needs to be some regulation. It doesn't necessarily need to be government regulation. But right now, it feels like everything is just hands off the handlebars straight downhill just go with it it's like a rocket ship <laughs> and the fact that they would integrate chatbots in any degree into microsoft teams at the pentagon where they lost 44 trillion dollars in the last couple of years seems a bit irresponsible yeah yeah i mean that it's just me. really dumb it's just me right. uh so yeah and michael's article from a podcast new york times is hard fork podcast um sundar said pretty soon perhaps as this podcast is going live, we'll be able to up, we'll be upgrading Bard to some of our more capable Palm. I don't remember what that stands for. PA language model. I don't know. Whatever PA is, I forget. Uh, to bring more capabilities, be it reasoning, coding, answering math questions. He also stated users would see progress over the course of the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's likely it's already receiving the upgrades. Um, so I did use it. Uh, it's not as good yet as ChatGPT uh, three. Point five, but I did have Bard write some code the other day, and it worked. It yeah. wasn't great, but it worked. I had to fiddle with it a little bit. I, but. I did the whole business model thing yeah. uh, with Bard, and it, it, it same 
basically the exact You're same stuff yet? that we yeah it's it, it, the millionaire business is done. it's up and running <laughs> done made money yeah bored it is interesting though that it told uh, me the same uh startup cost roughly you similar, said you, said yeah. you did yours in 3.5 Mm-hmm. Whenever you were asking, huh? Yeah, yeah. Cause it's probably getting, it's it's probably pulling, pulling some those calculations from yeah. the same ideas. Right. Like you know, it read some stuff on the internet and yeah. said, "Yeah, this is probably what it'll be." Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the going back to the sunbird stuff, I think it's a download at your own risk type thing right now. Yeah, I think so. And, and to <laughs> we were we were in Las Vegas and we were speaking with some people from Google and uh one one particular gentleman who I respect very highly said, "You don't have that on your phone, do you?" <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's on my other phone, but I also it's not attached to your phone number right now. Plus, it's not open. You can't get it unless you're on the wait list and you get you get sent. Uh, if you're using iMessage with it, because I don't have it linked to my SMS or my WhatsApp with iMessage, I I created an entirely new Apple ID. Right. It's not tied to anything. And yeah. again, I'm I'm not naive about that stuff. I just know where most of my data lives, and I know what most of my data is that's out there. I'm just not worried about it. I'm really not because if, if they it, want it, they can get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> if they want it, they can call most China. Time, China will sell it to them. Well, but, the the one thing I was telling Robbie about, I don't know any details. I literally heard this on a podcast, and so don't quote me on this. But <laughs> there was some, <laughs> there was some, there's some service or app called Pegasus that they used with uh, to get some text messages from Jeff Bezos that literally just uses a phone number, and then they are able to extract data and get all your stuff. Pegasus huh. and it was like Pegasus 4.0 or something is what this Perfect. new version was that cool. literally can just from your phone number yeah so there I think there if people try hard enough they can oh yeah get your stuff yeah um so but I mean I I think the idea and the promise of Sunbird is yeah wild you know and I if mean, it works and, and that's if the thing if they can prove their their encryption and prove that they're not um, you know, storing storing data, and they can maybe have a third party audit. Yeah, and I mean, because let me ask the thing: if Apple was hell bent on no one doing this, Beeper would have got shut down a long. That's true. Beeper's been around for a minute, you right. know, uh, and they're getting ready to go public sometime this year, probably. Uh, I think it's just a matter of because I, I asked Danny, and he said we're really not on Google or Apple's radar as far as anyone pushing back or anything like that. And he said I wouldn't ca- I wouldn't mind to be. He said if we got pushback from them, that means you know obviously we're stirring up the industry. But if what they're doing is on the up and up, and they can show Apple and whoever and yeah. Google with RCS, hey, this is legit. Your customers are not in jeopardy by using this because and. Apple's not going to make a iMessage app for Android. It's just not going to happen. But you they also <laughs> well, they also don't really care about their and about Android users as far as security and stuff like that. They just want to make sure Android users using iMessage isn't going to compromise the security of their iPhone owners. That's what they're worried about. They don't they don't they don't want they, that stirring up or they or they would change something in their you know just whatever break it. to break it because they want people to go buy iPhones and they yeah, want and people that, to be able to that's message the, back and forth with other iPhone people. Yeah, that's the other pushback I've got is I I do think that Apple does care uh, about that stuff. I think they care because this whole controversy of blue bubbles and green yeah, bubbles they creates like uh, a fear of missing out thing for people to go buy more iPhones. Right. And so if all of a sudden 
there's this app out there that I could just download this and I can iMessage all my my iPhone friends and yeah. not have to worry about it. Then right. that that levels that playing field, and I don't think Apple wants that level. No, because um, if they did, all they'd You're have to do out. is they could add RCS. And, and move on from this. Look at how and, convenient, yeah. convenient so they, this app they, is they to message keep, all your friends. Right, they keep that out so that, because they've got this stranglehold on this thing, and so letting anyone else in takes that stranglehold away all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, I think they're staining next door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So just to let everyone know, the uh, Chrome One Box's office when will we, be closed tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we, be at Topgolf. If we, when uh, we start getting a little loopy here oh, in a yeah, minute, it's, it's uh, only from the chemicals. I was starting to feel a little lightheaded. Yeah, no, I, I feel pretty good. <laughs> Okay, well, then moving on to hardware. Okay. <laughs> um, so, new hardware in the office. We have an unboxing that we've already filmed that will be going out hopefully soon. We have two other ones scheduled yeah. to film so, tomorrow. Three pieces of hardware three. to talk about that are just sitting by the sitting, desk. Sitting here. It's great. I love yeah. it. I love new hardware. It's what we do. It's what it's what we cut our teeth on, you know? Just but, And I love it. Let's just yeah. go back to the roots and just do some unboxings, like, you know? It's like hardware. It's great. <laughs> I like Chromebooks. So the first one, the... Do, we uh, want, do you need to take a break for an ad first? No. Okay. No, it's just audio, so let's just, let's just roll. Keep going. Okay. And with the new, with the new, uh, with uh, Megaphone, we use Megaphone now to host our podcast for anybody who's curious. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, that, what's that mean? You which got allows us to do dynamic ad insertion, and so we don't hard code oh, ads, so we just drop them in. I just... Put them in wherever. Nice. So, uh, hardware. The Asus Chromebox CN... CN67? It's the Asus Chromebox 5. Yeah. Yeah. Is its, is its street name. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, we, we saw it in uh, Vegas, and, you know, it's a Chromebox. Uh, right. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a little box. It's got that, a bunch of ports. It's got great internals. And it's a box. And it's a box. It does it's, look nice, though. It is. It's got it almost nice. like a asphalt kind of texture to it. it is and I think nicest looking Chromebox I've ever seen. And yeah. I think for something that's going to be on your desk because of the special feature that this one has, yeah, taking a little extra time to make sure that it looks nice is, is great. Mm-hmm. Chromeboxes sometimes have a very industrial, like very basic so. look, which like is it, fine. Cause a lot of times they're behind a monitor or yeah. they're on, even on the corner of your desk or under your right. desk or whatever. I remember when Acer came out with that pill-shaped one that stood on mm-hmm. its side. I was oh, like, yeah, that that's cool. cool. It, it looks good. That's something you would want in front of your monitor. Yeah. But a lot of them, like you said, yeah. they're going to be on the back or they're going to be mounted somewhere. This is something that's like, that's going to look dope sitting on yeah. your desk. The colors are cool. Mm-hmm. Plus, like Joe said, the functionality of what the little extra that it does, because it is now, it's a very, very unique device. Is so. it the first to have a wireless yeah. charger? So, yeah, 15 watt wireless charger yeah. on the top on of top. the. I remember when I found the original commit yeah. for this device, and I was like, <laughs> what could this be? Like, I thought maybe what? it could be a Chrome base, and, you know, they just had a pad at the bottom of the yeah. base of it. Uh, but, yeah, it's a Chrome box. But. Now that they've done this, I can see a Chrome base coming out with that feature, um, having a spot somewhere on the base to, to charge some stuff. But yeah, 15 watt wireless charger works as you'd expect. Um, but then, yeah, it's got a reason to live on top of your mm-hmm. desk and, and kind of stay out there. But it supports up to four 4K um, <laughs> monitors if that's if you want to do something like that. How many monitors do you need? All, all of them. I want all of them. How many pixels <laughs> do you need to push? All a of bunch. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pixels. How many pixels? A, a lot. Tons of Three them. Guys, <laughs> a billion. Lot. It's like, a lot like of non, pixels. Like nonsensical pixels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a Chromebox, so who knows? Could be signage, could be in uh, B-dubs or something. Right. Um, so the uh, 
I'm trying to think what other if there's anything else notable on it. Um, 2.5 gigabit Ethernet on there. Uh, the one we have here is the i5-1240p, so that's the same processor that's in the uh, Acer Chromebook GE, uh, 516 GE, so the, the gaming one, so it's plenty fast. There's an i7 model, there's an i3 model, and then there's also a Celeron. There's a Cel- it's Pentium, sorry, a Pentium model, I think. Yep. Um, oh, and I think is, is it Pentium? I don't know. Maybe the Celeron. Whatever whatever the low low end of the cores. I think it's cores. Celeron U, yeah. Um, so. It, it's on uh, B&H Photo. Um, and I think, uh, what was the starting price? I forget. It was like 340 or something I think like 350 that. or 399 399 maybe. I, like yeah, it was, it was I think it comes affordable. in at three. Yeah, but that's for like the, a four, yeah, 464 yeah. Celeron, whatever. And it goes all the way up to almost 1,000 for the i7. Yeah. But what's funny is like B&H didn't even have the version that, that we, we have that they shipped us so yeah. i don't know how much that one would be somewhere probably in the five to seven hundred range six, yeah um and which then got you know in the unboxing i did say like that that does make you take a little pause when you have an i5 <laughs> uh eight gigs of ram <laughs> half terabyte of storage yeah with no screen no keyboard no trackpad um it gives you a little pause if you start thinking about spending six or seven hundred bucks on that because you can get some chromebooks that have the same internals and with it, you get a screen and a keyboard yeah. and stuff that you can take around with you, yeah. you know, because it's a Chromebook. Uh, so I think those prices will have to come down a little bit to make this make sense. Are, are uh, people who are buying Chromeboxes, like, buying them for a special use case normally, I would think, usually, maybe? yeah. You know, so it is the fact that they need the extra monitors for this crazy setup that they're doing or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's... You know the the. We're just buying it because hey, I'm I'm in the market for a Chrome OS device. Like six hundred bucks can get you a pretty nice. Yeah, uh, you're probably better served device. going to get you a Chromebook, um, unless the prices come down. Yeah, and, and they tend to sometimes with these Chromeboxes, but Chromeboxes are still kind of that like fringe device. Yeah, like a lot of companies, uh, corporate people will pick them up uh, and use them for a wide variety of things. If you have a an area He's, where you've got a bunch of desktops with with monitors you can swap a chromebox in yeah. pretty quickly generally a, easy to upgrade you know yeah. slapping some more ram that sort of stuff yeah so you know they have their use case uh so a little expensive but it's cool that it's got the charger yeah. plenty of ports um so yeah i think an hdmi does it two i think yeah two display ports and then uh usb type c on the back so that's how you would get to your four uh total outputs there um but yeah that's it's chromebox yeah <laughs> Nothing else to say. It's a box. <laughs> it's got a bunch of ports. It's a box and it runs yeah. Chrome OS. Look at yeah, it. Yeah, it's got a wireless charger. It's cool. 15 but, watt charger, which is nice. Yeah. So we we did do the unboxing. It's the first Chrome box we ever unboxed um, for obvious reasons. If it didn't have anything special about it, you'd be like, oh, here, here it is. Yeah. And there. Look at it. Yeah. What are the two other devices? The Flex <clears throat> 3i? So Flex so. 3i that we saw in CES or in Vegas at CES, uh, which is an exciting device. Uh, Entry-level price. Uh, it's got the new um, uh, Alder Lake N chip. So it's the N100 or 200. I don't know which one they said. <clears throat> um, pretty capable from what we tested. Oh, yeah. I'm really interested because that was obviously a few months back. So it could have been tweaked and even be better. Uh, if I remember correctly, a 16 by 10, 300 nit screen, uh, full HD, I believe. Uh, and I remember it being pretty firm in the hand, like feeling pretty good. And it's, uh, I'd have to go back and look and see what the price point is on it. Um, it's uh, apparently going to be at Best Buy, though. I did see that in the email. Um, I think exclusively at Best Buy, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, which is interesting. I mean, it's it's not shocking that 
<laughs> device is uh, is going to be only at Best Buy. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know the specs. We literally showed up. Uh, it's sitting over there by the desk, so I have not looked and see what's in it. My guess is probably four gigs of RAM. Be cool if I had eight, but probably has four. Um, and I don't know the storage, um, but expected to start at three forty nine um, around May. Um, I don't think we signed any embargoes for any of that. Uh, Oops. We can cut it. We can cut it if we need to. We'll yeah. chop it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any don't reason for any, any of that's embargoed. Yeah. Um, they said May at, at CES. After I asked them about it the other day, I was like, "Hey, do you have one of these? Because that Slim Three, or yeah, Slim Three I, uh, showed up, and that got me thinking. Like, hey, we need to ask them see if they've got these. And so they sent this over, and um, and I, I had forgotten they didn't. They said it wasn't even going to be out till May. So yeah, the fact that we've got one means that they're probably ready to go. Uh, probably in route to Best Buy's over the next couple weeks, and we'll see it show up. I, it'd be awesome if 349 got you eight gigs of RAM. That'd be great. But that would be. I'm not thinking that's the case. Um, or, or if they did a 349 version and then like a 400 dollars version had eight gigs, like eight 128. Yeah, if it was eight 128 for three with that processor, I think it's going to be. Because I think we were you, you're like i3 level on that process. Like, so it was Gen i3 fast. I don't because we couldn't show that at CES. Yeah. Um, and we we didn't talk about it, but yeah, uh, it's pretty quick. And the fact that they've sent this over um, again, we didn't we didn't agree to any embargo stuff on it. So uh, it'll be interesting to run some some tests and mm-hmm. stuff on it because I, I, we might be to the point where because these are the new small core chips. So the N one hundred and N two hundred Intel's finally starting to rein in their names a little bit. Uh, these are the replacement for like the jasper lakes of the mm. world uh, sorry for the sirens. yeah if you're in the sirens just, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's not down. you it's us <laughs> yeah it's, it's downtown it's this it's or that this. yeah uh but uh yeah so like the gemini lake jasper lake stuff that we've had over the years this is replacing that and so you'll have you know when we first saw these in the repositories it's like oh is this like a special uh 12th gen alder lake chip it is it's all small cores. Right. That's exactly what it is. Uh, so it's the same thing that they've done before. It's just the name, the nomenclature is a little different. So if you'll see it, it'll be an Alder Lake N, uh, 12th Gen N100 chip. Um, and so as long as you know what you're looking at, that I feel like it's a little clearer than it was. Like people were like, Jasper, what now? You know, like what what does that mean? And what generation is that? And which ones that go with? And we even had a hard time sometimes remembering which ones went with which. Right. Uh, and so now it's like, here's all the 12th gen chips and there's the small core versions. Just it's like an in in front of it uh, and it'll let you know it's a small core. So, yeah. uh, but they're fast. They're really fast, uh, for, a, for what you're considering to be a, an entry level small core device. I'm curious about the battery life because mm-hmm. it's a battery life's killer. Uh, I think these become, cause it's too big and the rest small, right? No, I think it's all small core. Uh, uh, you're thinking of uh, the MT8188. That's right. Um, yeah, battery life should be pretty It should good. be great. Um, but we'll see. You know, uh, they're, they're entry level, so that means they have an entry level price. Uh, I think they are the thing. If the battery life is really good, they're the type of chip that's going to go toe-to-toe in the Chromebook space with all these ARM chips that are coming. Um, and I, I remember I made a... I had written part of a post, and I never finished it, uh, about the fact that like somebody should make a... What's the last? Is it Jasper Lake? Was the last small core? Yeah, and it was. It was pretty capable. Like it's not gonna blow your mind or anything, but it was. They were fine. They right. they performed pretty good. Uh, like why not? Why, why wouldn't you put that in a tablet? Mm-hmm. Like instead of like fighting this, like please make a good ARM chip for us to put in a tablet and waiting. You got mobile chips here. They have great battery life. Like why can't we use this? 
this one takes it to a whole different level. I mean, this is an entry-level chip from Intel that I want to say, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I want to say it's like 10th Gen Core i3 kind of speed. Yeah, that's which why, is that's, still there are people probably using 10th Gen Core i3 Chromebooks right now with ease. I mean, yeah, it's not like, like, it's not like oh, is, God, no, this is terrible. That's, that's very impressive. They're fast, and so like for a Chromebook that's going to be 350 bucks, and you're getting like not just like well, this will get you by. Like no, you. You can go in on this Chromebook. Like it, it it's going to handle a lot of stuff. Is it going to be like a Steam gaming machine? No. Right. Yeah. Um, is it going to be great for video editing and LumaFusion with, you know, ten tracks or whatever you call it? And uh, what do you call those? Yeah. What do you call them? I, 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 in music, like in music. I don't know tracks. that they have a, a name. Layers. On your timeline. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a timeline. And I think you know call the them tracks. Stuff. Yeah, tracks, or video tracks. tracks. Yeah. Everything uh, in everything in Final Cut just kind of. You know, it just kind of floats. Yeah, but it's still in lines, right? Like, like mm-hmm. layers, layers, layers. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's not really meant for that. But um, I think for most of your Chromebook stuff, it's going to be pretty awesome. And it's you know, convertible, so you get the tablety stuff. I think it's USI. There's a bunch of stuff we got. It's been months since we yeah. had this device in. Get it out. Cool blue color. Yeah. You know, it's got a lot going for it. And and you know, we've talked about this of late. I, th- I think this year, probably more than any year, maybe since we did, you know, Chromebook reviews, it, it might be time for us to, at least for the consumer facing ones, to really start honing in on some of these cheaper Chromebooks. Yep. Uh, and I say cheap. I, I hate using that word because I think some people have a really bad. More affordable. Uh, yeah. They they think I'm, you know, it comes across as like, oh, that's just a cheap Chrome. It's it's trash is how that sounds. Uh, that's not what I mean. Budget, like I mean, it's it's just affordable. Yeah, it's it more. lower cost. <laughs> it's a lower cost Chromebook, and of course they're going to have to cut corners on lower cost Chromebooks. The fun part is watching now where they're not having to cut corners, right? Or they're focusing in and figuring out how to do better at not cutting as many corners. I don't good know. Good screen, good keyboard. Yeah, focus in good on these trackpad, the big pieces, <laughs> yeah. and then the other stuff will come over yeah. time. But you know, like I feel like Lenovo, especially uh, with the duets. Uh, the original, the three, the five, um, have all they've all pushed way past their price point. Like they include stuff in them that, like the OLED screen on the Duet Five, or the really nice four hundred plus nit, you know, ten eighty p screen on the Duet Three, and you know some of these features that they have that kind of don't really match up with their price. Right. You look at other Chromebooks in that price point, and you're like, yeah, trash screen, terrible keyboard, you know, flimsy feel, and these things are got a lot of metal in the build metal and glass and oled screens and quad speakers and it's like oh well i if you can do that at that price point let's let's do that more right. and that's what the flex 3i to me feels like it's like okay we're moving kind of in this general direction of like okay we can keep the price down and the technology is getting easy enough to make that we can we can make better chromebooks cheaper um and the the fun thing about them is that avoids uh, some of the difficult conversations around stuff like the Dragonfly Pro, where we yep. still have to be like, oh, do we have to have this conversation again? Here's the value proposition. Some people like Chromebooks and blah, blah, blah. It's over and, and over and again. It all, it's like, yeah. it all comes into money. It also helps adoption, too, because that's been one of the biggest issues that we've always, and Google talks about this, too. Kids are using Chromebooks in school. They're growing up. They're getting high school, this, that, whatever. They're going out to buy a Chromebook or they're going to the workforce they're familiar with Chromebooks so they would want to buy Chromebooks but when all they've known is these budget garbage Chromebooks the 
they get out of high school, they're they're going to want to buy a Running Mac because yeah. who wants to work on something like that? But now you've got devices that are affordable, that look good, that are built well, they have good screens, and they're not super slow. Then they're like, hey, I want to buy a nice Chromebook now. Right. And then, like you said, then it's like, okay, the Dragonfly makes sense to me. Right. I'm, I'm all in. Now I'll upgrade to something, you know, in six, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar price range. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm way more excited to unbox that sub four hundred dollar Chromebook yeah. than I have been, you know, until some of these new tablets come out. Like I, I'm I'm super excited about this Chromebook, um, and I'm waiting to see who else is going to do this. Like surely everyone else is going to have one, something like it. I, I would think, think so. You know, like there's a bunch. I don't remember how many older like in. Uh, Chromebooks, I've, we've got tracking at least probably pushing ten, I would think. So there's quite a few of them. Uh, some of them are going to be education uh, only, and that's fine. Uh, those Chromebooks just tend to they spend the budget on those in durability testing right. and mil spec stuff, and and so I mean they're, they're that's what they're working on. So that means a crummy screen's probably going to go in, and mm-hmm. a keyboard that's not great, but it, you can't pick the keys off, you know, and it's a trackpad that's okay, but. It, it it resists water, you know, and it's like okay, well, you gotta you gotta balance your stuff. Yeah, it'll be to great to when we can go to Best Buy and see a handful of devices that are like two hundred fifty, two hundred seventy dollars that look good. You're like, oh, hey, that's an Acer. Right. I know it is. Yeah, it's plastic. Yeah, they this that whatever, but it has that chipset in it because yep. now you go there and you still have in four thousand devices and yeah. forty twenty devices, and those like, it looks are bad be, and it's slow. Yeah, it's like. It's time to purge all of that and just set the new bar for these lower yeah. end devices. Because yeah. I mean, you know, Acer usually makes something. I don't know if they've had a consumer low end consumer model in a little bit, mm, uh, like a spin sure. spin three. Yeah, they've done something. Yeah, they've done some some uh, arm powered devices, but I can't remember if they have a uh, like. So a, I'd like to see them. Uh, HP always has lower end devices. Mm-hmm. Like step that up a little bit. You know. Uh, keep the 14b thing going mm-hmm. but put one of these chips in it you know clean up a little bit um and then like asus has been doing some lower end chromebooks like cool you know take some of the stuff you did with the 6534 and the cx5 like take some of that language bring it yeah. down yeah oh Show samsung out. put out a budget-friendly device that isn't two generations behind yeah that would be great with one of these chips like, if you want to stick with just awesome. making budget devices at <laughs> yeah. least put this at chip least in do this yeah. one and don't put a crap because that 362 with that chip in it would probably be, be great what a pretty great? awesome yeah. little chromebook yeah mm-hmm. it's like eh, the keyboard and trackpad or whatever and the form factor is kind of weird but it's got a great screen you know and, and it's like if it had that processor and it got by it's like a great screen mm-hmm. and decent internals yeah, I, I can forgive some things, yeah. right? Um, especially at a decent price point. Right. So, um, but yeah, speaking of <clears> HP, <throat> yeah, um, the other the other device we've got is the X three sixty fourteen C that showed up just like in the middle, kind of the dragonfly. Like, yeah, people like fighting over you know thousand dollar Chromebooks, crazy. You're crazy for not you know whatever. Uh, you know they were like, oh, also here's a fourteen C. <laughs> yeah, uh, that I've kind of been asking for and. The the biggest hang up and it's killing me. I want to open. You haven't it. ripped it open yet. To find I out. Want to oh. So bad, but I'm like, no. I'm gonna wait till we. I'll do it on video. I'm gonna be disappointed on camera. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hide my feelings very well, so it's always good to <laughs> let those things come out naturally. Um, oh, but yeah, the uh, one that somebody actually asked before it was released and like when it was coming soon at Best Buy in the listing, is it still a 250 nit screen? Yeah. And I was like, 
so proud of you. Yeah. Whoever you are asking, hopefully you're a reader yeah. of so ours. So this is what You've it is. Me. This is the 12th gen Intel version of the the ongoing. Current, yeah, the X360 ongoing. The cool thing is, is that 250 nit screen or not? Someone in the comments that's their their title was HP. It's whatever from HP said it is, but. I will give HP this with the Pro. They are actually they have a dedicated Chromebook team and all that stuff. Yeah, but most manufacturers, experts, don't know jack squat about Chromebooks. Yeah, hopefully they're wrong. But even if they're not, the cool thing is is even if it's two fifty, they didn't raise the price. That's We've true. seen the this device and the Spin seven thirteen seven fourteen have gone up twenty to forty dollars every, every single time. year. Yep. They didn't raise theirs, so they're yeah. at six ninety nine again. The eleventh always gen, on sale. Yeah, the eleventh gen one, which is still a great device, is like three hundred dollars off right now. And this one, Black Friday, you'll probably be able to get it for four hundred bucks. And yeah. it's gonna be a powerful device. So Yeah, so I mean twelfth gen, it's an I three. It's still right? an I three eight one twenty eight. So I mean it's not blowing the doors off or anything, but the I, But it's sixteen by ten. Yeah, so yeah. it's a 16 by 10 screen. So that's what gives me hope that it's not the same screen. Right. Because uh, the last two that came out were literally the, they were very identical Chromebooks. We made a video about <laughs> buy this if you're going to buy it, yeah. make sure here's make how sure you, you can tell the one. difference. Because yeah. when you look at them, I mean, there there were differences, but they were slight enough that most people, unless you had them next to each other, would, you would never notice that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this one, the, the 16 by 10 gives me hope. I'm hopeful that some of the work they've done with the Dragonfly some of that speaker magic. I'm not saying that speakers are going to be as good as Dragonfly. They're not. Uh, but it'd be nice if they were good. Uh, yeah. They've always been really mediocre in that device. Uh, it's got a fingerprint scanner. It's going to have... Uh, the, the 14C has had the best, one of the best keyboard trackpad combos of those kind of upper mid-range Chromebooks for years. I mean, it just feels great. I mean, it's great to type on. It's that stupid screen. 250-nit <laughs> screen. I just don't get it. I don't understand how how a Chromebook that costs as much you can't put a three three hundred fifty nit screen in there so that so that people like us you, you don't have to have reviewers harping on the fact that the screen's dim like yeah. just change it yeah. like I don't under I just for the life of me I don't understand it but I'm hopeful that that's not the case there are sixteen by ten screens fourteen inch sixteen by ten H uh, full HD plus screens on Chromebooks in the market right now yeah because if acer's doing the i5 8256 with the screen that they have for 729 hp can do a 300 nit for 699 yeah I mean, absolutely they really should and that screen exists like just you i'm sure it's just a panel manufacturer just go get that panel instead uh, and then there was the flex 5i that disappeared from the face of the earth the, but the the newest flex 5 technically is a 14 inch 16 by 10 screen and the one that we had in here was super pre-production uh the screen was so yellow like it looked like you know like the nighttime mode when you have like the yellow on like the the pp screen it was it was like that except all the time like it was the warmest display i've ever seen in my life it was just like this doesn't look right. Like it looks like somebody's been smoking in here. When, when Robbie turns on night mode, he calls it his PP screen. The PP screen. Like somebody just peed all over my screen. <laughs> just all yellow. Yeah. Somebody's been in here smoking right. Marlboro Reds. Marlboro for ten years. On my screen. Uh, <laughs> got that film on it. But it was not. 250 nits right it was like 350 nit screen right. so those panels are out there i guess is all i'm trying to get mm-hmm. at and mm-hmm. and so if they chose to go find a 250 nit 16 by 10 full hd panel i'm like why 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 
why are you doing they have why a warehouse full of they're like we're just going to keep using them till yeah. they're gone and that's the thing but like 16 by 10 screens are relatively newish in the 14 inch thing like yeah so it's not like that they're going and getting these from four-year-old devices nobody made 16 by 10 screens except apple for a long time and so i'm like i don't, I don't know I'm I'm really really still hopeful that I'm going to open that box up and it's not going to be a 250 net screen. I we'll could, see. We'll it, see. I could be wrong. We're, it, it would help make the price. I hope it's not. Sense. I'm going to get on Best Buy. And I'm just going to You're blow so up. Dumb. You're wrong. You're so dumb. Like, I know HP said, but Chrome and Box did. Uh huh. Chrome and Box tested. Yeah. Chrome Box verified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. There it's you go. New, it's a new licensing like badge it. we need to come up with. <laughs> It's Robbie's face with the thumbs up. (laughs) Curl my box. Super awkward. Tested and verified. 100% safe. (laughs) Tree under niche. PXG. PXG. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. All right. Google it. All right. All right. I think that's it for this week. We appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to this one. No video for this one, so... We have other video episodes. If you want to go watch some old ones, we'll link. You never know <laughs> we'll what link, you're going to get. We'll yeah. link the the YouTube channel down down in the show notes. You can go check out some other episodes if you want to watch some go. Chromecast YouTube videos. Uh, but that's it for this week. We appreciate you all listening. We'll catch you next time. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.